Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Fantasy Book Club, brought to you by Accessible World, and yours truly, Julia, your hmm, I kind of wrong in this current crisis, so I'll just say your leader. Let's <laughs> uh, see, I guess, I guess I'll do one book. Um, when I read last month, because I was not able to attend because of technical difficulties, by Naomi Novik. It's called Spinning Silver. I don't know if you guys read the Temeraire books. Um, she wrote the, all the ones about the dragons and Napoleon and fighting France, who has other dragons and stuff. But these are just, this one is just a standalone novel. It's a retelling of Rumpelstiltskin. Um, which I didn't know, and I deliberately did not look it up on Wikipedia because I figured I might as well just read this and enjoy it. Um, so she has a version of elves called Staric. Um, I thought they were a bit different than the, you know, sort of average fiction with variations of elves, so that was fun. And the main character, um, basically they live like right next to their they call it the Staric Road, and it goes into the the Elf Land, I guess, but they don't call it that. <laughs> it's just like this road of ice, and it's really cold, and their land is really cold. Um, and the, the uh, Elf King basically, like, leaves a bunch of um, silver coins for her to turn into gold, and so then she takes them to the market and turns them into gold, and um, and then he's like, he promises to marry her when she does like the third one. And she's like, yeah, right. <laughs> I don't want to tell any more, but I, I thought it was a good book. Okay. Um, do you want a retelling of the Rumpelstiltskin uh, story in huh. brief? <laughs> um, <laughs> well, Rumpelstiltskin um, is a, is a dwarf. And um, the the princess, let's see, how was this? Uh, she had a, was it a stepmother or a, somebody or a prince who said she had to do this? Well, they, they gave her this whole room filled with straw, you know, just straw. And they said, well, yeah. turn this straw into gold. And um, so she's there, and, of course, she she is upset because she can't do that. And so Rumpelstiltskin shows up and he says, if I tell you how to do this, um, you have to give me your firstborn son in a year or you have to guess my name. And so (laughs) he gives her the information and, um, she spins the the straw into gold and and all hunky dory and I guess she gets married to the prince or whatever. Well, Rumpelstiltskin shows up in a year, and he says, "Well, okay, I want your firstborn son, or I will I will go away if you if you uh, can guess my name." Well, <laughs> the trouble is I can't remember how she figures out what his name is. But she guesses for quite a long time, you know, 
Is it Fred? Is it Jack? Is it Neville? <laughs> you know, all this stuff. And and somehow she finds his name and um and she says, Your name is Rumpelstiltskin and he's so upset that he stamps on the ground and opens up this hole and vanishes in the hole and <laughs> never is heard yep. from again. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's right. Oh, okay. Well, I think, I mean, it, I don't want to tell it all, but I think it's more, maybe more loosely based on that than actually, because <laughs> different stuff happens. But yeah. Oh, so maybe she put the framework and made her own story out of it or something. A lot of odd words from that. Uh, they've they've re- remade uh, famous fairy tales. Uh, Mercedes Lackey has made several. Yeah, I thought I about her when I was um, reading that. I know Ellen Datlow, and uh, t- um, I, I know on Bardis, I think her, I think her name, I think her name's Ellen Datlow. She's done, she's edited like collections of uh, stories that were like based off of fairy tales and 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 uh, and, and stuff like that. I, I've, I've got one that's actually. Uh, I didn't read. I've only read one story from it. I thought it was. I thought it was pretty good. It was a. It was. It was. It was an interesting take on the print on the princess and the frog that I thought was that I thought was very interesting when I uh, when I read it. That was a. That was that was a very good short story. It was one basically where the frog was nicer than the prince, <laughs> which which I thought made, made it very interesting. But. Uh, that spinning silver sounds sounds like, sounds like a good book. I think I have that. I think I have that in my Audible collection. I just haven't I haven't uh, I haven't read it yet. But that does sound like a good book, uh, Julia. Okay, they're on Bart too. I got I got that from Bart. Yeah. Oh, that, that's great. That's great. I've also read it, and I like it better than like the original Rumpelstiltskin story which I guess didn't make a whole lot of sense to me but I don't know it's been a while since I read it so anyway well part of it is that the the whole mystique on the name and that if you know the name of something that you have power over that thing. Right. I mean, if I remember correctly, she only is able to guess his name because, like, she accidentally overheard it somehow. Or, I don't know, it just, I didn't like that kind of thing. I mean, I just don't remember. I've heard he was boasting about it, and he was boasting about it, and she overheard him. Uh, boasting about it, so that that's how she, and because because of his boasting, she was able to figure out what it was. Well, well, that's what I, I remember the story. I guess we're gonna have to go on the internet and see what the actual story is. <laughs> and one of the things that I liked about uh, Spinning Silver was that, like, how everyone kind of had to use their wits to try to make the best of their situation because you know i think there were a couple of main characters and they were all in bad situations and anyway i thought it was a pretty good book 
Yeah, I just didn't want to give too much of the plot. Okay. Next. Well, if nobody's going to jump up <laughs> and say, yo, that's huh. me, uh, I guess I'm next. Um, well, let's see. I've I've read two things this month that, that um, I enjoyed. The first thing, I may have mentioned this last month because it took me quite a while to read the whole series. Did I tell you guys about Jane Yellow Rock? Mm. I've, I've heard of that series. I've never read it, but I've heard of it. I've heard of it. Okay. Well, it's by Faith Hunter. And Jane Yellow Rock is a Cherokee shapeshifter. And she is hired by the, the uh, master of the city of New Orleans, who is master over all of the vampires in the city. Now, I don't usually like books about vampires. I mean, I'm really, I'm not into vampires, okay? But somehow this series got to me. I, I couldn't help myself. I started reading it when I when uh, they came out with the Jane Yellow Rock uh, series one to four, and I liked those. So I went on to five to seven and eight to ten, and then I wrote, <laughs> wrote the read the last two books in the series, um, or three books or whatever the heck. I think there's thirteen books. Anyway. Um, She's quite a character, uh, and you get both her her um, mountain lion persona and her human persona in the books. And you, uh, she is there to uh, fight rogue vampires, you know, who are not observing the the uh, vampira carta. I love it. <laughs> oh, 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 I like that. Oh, oh, oh it's, it's a Magna Carta. It's, yeah, oh, I like exactly. That. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's cool. Yeah. And I like so, I like that. so, you know, she. there's a lot of violence in these books. Okay. So if you're not into, if you're not into blood and goo and, and, and violence, you might not enjoy these books, but. They they kind of caught me up mainly because of the main character, because she's number one she's a Cherokee and you get some of the Native American mysticism and stuff too, and um, she she's a shapeshifter and I've always wanted to be able to shapeshift, you know, become a cat or a lion or a something, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. So, my cat company. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, meow, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So she, um, she just caught my interest. And uh, if you can't get interested in the characters in a given book, you might as well forget it. So, as I say, she she really caught my interest. So, if you want to put that on your TBR list. The title is the Jane Yellow Rock series, 
and it is 13 books, and it's by Faith Hunter, common spelling. And so that's what I've been reading the last month is this series. And don't ask me the name of the first book because it was in one of those omnibus things from Bard. And it was Jane Yellow Rock 1 to 4. So I can't remember the name of the book. But anyway. Um, I yeah, I really like those. Um, I like those multi-book collections. I like those multi-book Collection collections from Bard. I, th- I think those are pretty. Ni- I think those are pretty nice. Yeah, I, I think they they it do. Makes it easy. I mean, it makes it easier <laughs> to grab. I mean, it makes it, it makes it easier. I mean, you just you know, throw one in and just read it. I, it, it makes it easy. I think. Well, that's true. That's true, Joshua. It is easier. So. Hello. It's only bad if you don't like whatever's going on in the first book and you want to switch it to the next book. Oh, did Marshall show up? Yes, he just showed up. Hello, Marshall. Hello. Glad you're here, Marshall. Well, luckily I woke up in time. (laughs) I was (laughs) listening to a book and woke up. I need to set up an alarm for 6.45. Well, there you go. What are you reading? Anything interesting? Not yeah. really. I tried, and I think somebody read it last month. The Wings of Fire, Book One, The Dragonette Prophecy. I think is the oh, title. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've heard of those. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's by Mercedes good. Lackey and and the uh, James Mallory, I think. No, I don't know who wrote good. it. I don't. Oh, no, they sound really good though. Those Wings um, of Fire books. Yeah, I started I started that book and I I, I just didn't it didn't uh, didn't catch me for some reason. So I I put it aside and maybe it will in in uh, a while. Yeah, I will say I think it gets a lot better around book three of the series, and the first five books do form a complete story arc. So you know it's ah. not that. It's not like all, whatever, 12 or something, or just one long story, which is nice. Well, I didn't particularly enjoy it. I might try some of the others. And I, the only thing I don't like, a, the, like about the Omnibus book series is they don't describe the books real well. They right. generally tell you the titles of the books that are in it, but they don't give you much description. I wish they put in more description. Well, that's kind of why I can't remember the name of the of the first book because I because <laughs> it was in the omnibus, and all I remember is Yellow Rock one to four, and so <laughs> yeah. And I think she's I think she's finished off the series. It looks like it. I mean I I read all thirteen books and it, it looks like um yes. I think I think she's pretty well rounded things out by the end of I, the thirteenth book. And I think it's a good one because I kinda lost interest when they killed off Leo. Oh yeah. In one wow. of the later books. Yeah, you know, but you know how authors are. They have to kill off some character. 
You know how yeah. it is. Usually they're nice and they they kill off some uh, bit part character that that you know you you can lose fairly easily. But yeah. Hmm. Next. <laughs> Who wrote the Dragonette prophecy books then? Um, I believe it's I don't remember. Uh, Tilly Sutherland. That's They're right, Sutherland. Yeah, the, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that sounds right. Tui Sutherland. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, Tui Sutherland. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, this yeah. is Joshua. Could I could I go next? Yep. Okay, I'm, I'm going to talk about a um, a series that I that I just got uh, that I uh, finished with uh, this month, and I I like the series for a number of reasons. One, there's only three books in the series, and and then two, each only only each book was only like maybe like four or five six hours long each book, which which meant they they weren't very long in general, um, but it, it was a good series and. Uh, I gotta say, I, I, this is a series. This, this was a series from, from Graphic Audio, and if anyone has never listened to uh, gra- any series from Graphic Audio, I highly recommend it. They're they're really really good because they're uh, they're dra- they're dramatized books. But what Graphic Audio does, they do their, they do their best to to abridge the book as little as possible. They, they try to keep as much of the uh, original text of the book in place as they possibly can. But, but still, you have you have music, sound effects, multiple actors playing the different characters, and a narrator, and, and things like that, uh, all all in all in all in a uh, all in the book. And uh, I read the series. I read it's called the Sacred Throne trilogy, and the author is Mike Cole. And the first book in the series is called The Armored Saint, and this and the series is about is about this. This kingdom, this land, where where you, you have villages and common people. Um, the book opens up this this girl, this girl and her and her dad. The dad's name is Samson. The girl name is the girl's name is Helwaz, and 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 and, and Helwaz, she um, uh, she she's living. Well, it is a very funny. It is a very odd name. I don't know why her name. It's a very odd name for. But anyway, what what Helwaz is doing. She she is um, she's with her dad and they're the bad guys in the book are kind of the order. They say they're doing they're on the emperor's business, but they're ripped. They're uh, they're a lot of they're uh, they're not very nice guys, and um, they're they're kind of the uh, the bad guys in the book. Uh, that just changed a little, a little later on though, but that's interesting how that happens. But anyway, anyway, um, the order they're supposed they say they're protecting the land from um, from wizards. Because in this book, if, if a wizard, if a wizard has a, the all-seeing eye, their eye can open up a portal, and basically a devil can come through, and 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 the veil between the world of humans and you know basically you know the world of hell can be opened, and a devil can come through. Basically, well, basically in in the Armored Saint, that's basically what happens. Um, that's basically what happens. This devil does come through this one guy his name is claudio he's a wizard he ends up dying from this um and uh, this devil comes through and they're like how are we going to stop this creature from destroying the village 
Well, 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 the girl, the girl hell was, she basically gets in this, um, uh, she gets, she gets in, in, in this, in, in this, in this, uh, war machine, um, which kind of has, uh, leather, leather straps so you can sit in and, and you can, uh, and it, it's powered by this engine so that she's able to walk and she's able to, to basically fight the creature with this, uh, with this war machine, and that's why she's called the Armored Saint. And she basically kind of leads her people to, to um, you know, she uh, leads them to victory, and she becomes uh, the pa- the Palantine or the Saint. And then the series kind of goes on to the next book, which is called uh, Queen of Crows. And the third book, and and, and then there's there's another book after after uh, after Queen of Crows. So. Uh, I, 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 that's a it's a series that I read. I enjoyed this. I enjoyed this series a little bit more than I a little bit more than I thought because I read the first one. Like I liked it. I want to see how it. I want to see how I want to see how how the series end, ended and and uh, and I uh, yeah I, I I enjoyed it. And that's the series that I read the uh, the, uh, the 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 Sacred Throne series by by uh, Mike Cole from uh, Graphicodia. So that's that's what I read. Graphic audio, a movie, yeah, yeah, a, a movie in, in your mind. mind, a movie in your mind. Yeah, yep. yeah, that's, that's the slogan. A movie in your mind. That's yep. their. Yeah, but I like graphic audio. They, they've done, they've done, they've done some great stuff. They've done some very good fantasy. Yes, they have. Um, good science fiction too. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yes, that's that's true. The De- the Deathstalker series. They've done the. The Deathstalker series is great. I love, I love that series by Simon R. Green. Mm. Um, I'm most familiar with graphic audio from the uh, the Elizabeth Moon books that they have. So yeah, yeah, I've heard of heard of heard of that. heard of heard of the. Uh, isn't that 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 is war the that is war series? Yeah, that is war, and yeah, I've uh, heard of that. Uh, Familius Regnant series. In fact, I'm proofing the last of the series for Bookshare. And once it's on Bookshare, I will let you know cool. that there are seven ah. books in the um, seven books in the Familius Regnant series, and they're all very good. So, anywho, ah. um, next, I don't know why I'm running this meeting. <laughs> Leo, <Leah>, go. <laughs> I guess I'll go. So, yeah, I've been reading a lot this past month. So I was actually, well, I guess um, I'm going to talk about um, a series that I'm actually rereading. It's called um, The Raiera Revelations uh, by Michael J. Sullivan. And um, it's available from... Bookshare and from Audible, but I don't think it's on Bard. Um, graphic audio, graphic audio. There, they're, they're making it too. Oh yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> they're, yeah. I really like this series. Um, it's probably like my favorite modern fantasy that I've read in the past five years. Um, it's uh, six books long but um they're 
you know, they're organized into three volumes. So, um, yeah, it's um, the first one uh, is called Theft of Swords. And um, it, it's set in uh, the, you know, classic medieval Europe kind of setting. And the two main characters are thieves for hire. And um, they, you know, typically, um, if like a noble wants to embarrass some political rival or something, they'll hire these guys to steal something from this other noble or whatever. And um, at, as the story begins, um, uh, someone wants to hire them for a, a job to um, steal someone's sword because um, this uh, noble has, you know, angered someone else and um, he's uh, the other guy challenged him to a duel and but he refuses to um, fight without his special sword that he has. So this, you know, first noble wants these two um, thieves, Royce and Hadrian, to um, sneak into the castle and um, steal this other guy's sword. And he tells them that he um, already took it out of this guy's rooms and hid it in the chapel because he, um, he got to uh, nervous to um, actually hide it anywhere like outside the castle or anything. Um, and so he tells them they have to do it um, that night, which is um, they would normally only take jobs um, if they, you know, if they have enough time to do their due diligence and, you know, research all the people involved and the you know, the rooms where they would have to go and stuff. But um, it's, you know, very short notice. And of course, this guy offers a lot more money than um, what they usually would get. And so they agreed to take it kind of, uh, well, against one of their better judgments. Um, and so, but they are, as they are sneaking into uh, this room where the guy told them that he hid the sword, um, instead of finding the sword, they find that the king has been assassinated in that room. And as they are leaving, because, you know, obviously, you know, that's, they don't want to be around when the king is discovered, uh, someone um, calls out and calls the guards and tells um, tells them that these two guys killed the king. And um, so they're thrown in um, a dungeon and, you know, scheduled to be executed in the morning uh, when the princess comes and tells them that she knows that they're innocent and whoever killed the king is probably planning to um, kill the prince as well. And she wants to um, hire them to, well, kidnap the prince and s smuggle him out to some um, somewhere else, which is, 
you know, supposed to be safer. And they agree to it because, of course, they don't really have any options. And, um, you know, of course, things don't go um, exactly well. No, of course. <laughs> <laughs> things don't go exactly yeah. as planned. Um, and, you know, adventures ensue. <laughs> and um, that's, well, that's the plot of the first book, of course. Uh, I mean, meanwhile, the princess is trying to discover who the real murderer is. And there's other stuff going on kind of behind the scenes. Um, but that's, yeah, that's the first book. And... You know, something I like about the series is that um, as the series goes on, kind of the scope gets wider and like the plots get more complex. And so, you know, the first book is just these two guys trying to stay alive. But by the end um, of the series, there's this, well, this giant war that they're trying to um, stop and well, basically save the world. And so, I, yeah, I do. I really like this series. Um, and uh, if you're at all interested, there are um, two short stories that follow the two main characters. But, you know, the short stories are not at all important to the um, main series. Um, but they are free uh, for downloading from Audible. If you're, you know, want to just give that a try before trying out the whole six book series. Anyway, and the my the author is uh, Michael J. Sullivan, and I guess that's it. Cool. Well, I'd like to describe my book a little better. Basically, it's a f least a five-book series, and I'm not sure there aren't more. And it takes place on a world where dragons are the dominant species. There are human beings, but the dragons kind of regard them as chowder. Um <laughs> There's a big war going on between the five tribes of dra different kinds of dragons. There are sky dragons, sand dragons, mud dragons, sea dragons, and ice dragons. Oh, and night dragons. And there's been a prophecy that five dragons will finally bring peace and they've taken they've found members from the five tribes and unfortunately the one from the sky dragons is crushed while it's being is being stolen it's it's been crushed so they substituted another one anyway they've trapped these dragonettes in a cave for some reason that isn't clear. And they're under the charge of three dragons, one of whom is really nasty. 
And eventually they decide to escape and are captured by the queen of the sky dragons, which is a really bad lady, if you can call a dragon a lady. Um, And it discusses their adventures with her. I think part of the problem I didn't like it was that the voices all sounded like kids. Uh, And I just couldn't connect. And each book is about one of the dragon, you know, one of the members of this team. This one is primarily about the dragon named Clay, who's a mud dragon. And it goes through his personality and anyway, as I said, I didn't particularly like it, but I may try and read some of the others. Well, I I started reading it and whether it was that, that I wasn't in a mood for it or whatever, but I just... I set it aside, as I said, and, uh, you know, I might, I might go back to it. I might not. I don't know, but it didn't really capture my interest. But the moment I'm reading Clive Cussler. (laughs) Oh, yeah, nothing wrong with him. No, nothing wrong with him, but I figured I would go back and reread some of his older books because he died recently. Yes, he did. You know, the past two weeks or so. So, Anywho. And I have had a very long and stressful day. Um, So, Are there any other kinds anymore? Of days? Well, most most of the, the... background stress of the of the pandemic I can deal with but I was I I had uh well let's just say I had google problems and oh, I, and I had to redo my google mail you know gmail and on and I had to have help and everything and the the guy was absolutely wonderful the guy at Erie AT I I have nothing but good to say about that company. They are so marvelous. And um, he spent nearly an hour with me on the phone, helping me to get my Gmail reset. And and uh, so it now works and, and everything. But it was rather stressful. So I'm going to leave. Hopefully, I won't cut off the, the meeting for the rest of you. I'm going to try not to do that. So, well, does anybody else? Can we just close down the meeting? Has everybody said their piece, or? Yeah, we get closed down the the meeting. I was going to do a, um, another book, but it's not. It was only if everybody else had another book. I mean, I could do another book, but. Well, that's cool. What time is it anyway? Uh, thirty-eight after the hour. Oh, well, well, that's our usual closing time anyway. Well, if somebody hasn't gone, they really ought to go, but. Yeah. Oh, I'm still here. I haven't gone yet. Um, 
Well, if you guys want to do a second book, I'll 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 hang in here till ten, and then I I've got to go. No, if everybody's done the done their thing, I want to go back to sleep. <laughs> well, uh, I, I actually I want to go to sleep. I I wasn't asleep before, but I I'd like to go to sleep now. <laughs> So I think that's probably what I'm going to do. Julia, will you excuse me, please? Yeah, no, let's, let's just all go with this. The book thing was because, you know, a while ago, I had thought that we were going to do two books, and so I keep, like, researching, you know, other books. Ah, okay. Well, them, I, but, I didn't realize you um, thought we were going to do two books. This is something that I didn't know. Okay. Well, in the next month, I will have two books. So, okay, and this um, is like an optional, you know, it's because it was really short and that was something to make it go longer. But, you know, if it goes till 40 and we were all talk about one book, you know, it's like to make it go a bit longer if it's like right. 25. Oh. Oh. Let's see, April, April, April. Uh, what are we, the fourth Wednesday? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it should be the 22nd. The the twenty second of April, right? I just checked my handy dandy pocket calendar from the Xavier Society. I love my pocket calendar. It's it's okay. Well, oh sorry. No, no, that's okay. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say good night, everyone. But you were saying something too, so. Well, it wasn't anything of note. It was just describing the calendar. It's it's like on five by eight cards, you know. So it's not big, but it's it's very practical. So, good night, everybody. Good night. I think I'm going to bug out too. And good night, everybody. Okay. Yeah. I'll see everybody next week.